0: I actually just thought, um, what was it? Um, Stevie Ray rang me today, and he said, "Oh, did you know Danny Gray, buddy? Didn't, you know they didn't win a game when he first started Calandra, and then they won the comp the next year." And I was like, "That's insane!" What? And I was like, "He sent me that because that's where it, I met you in the 18s when you were coaching." That, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, that's right. We'll, yeah. Um, All right, boys, we're on.
1: <clears throat> Love an early record here. Bit of chit, chit chat before we get into it. Yeah, sweet. Uh, welcome to preseason, boys. We are doing a bonus episode today. Uh, special guest uh, we'll get into in a moment but dK welcome back mate thanks bud How you been
0: very good mate very good we're uh
1: you're always excited one you, that, that the first two pumped. seconds of, of that little intro you're always uh, I don't think about it yeah <laughs> nah, straight into it do you want to do the honors of introducing our special guest well mate percent? I uh
0: rang him the other day and I, out of the blue i was on the way in from work and I had um, I had maddie in the car with me and I said I want to ring Danny gray so just see how he see if he's had a bit, a few thoughts on the potty or whatnot. And when I rang him, he uh, said, I had a sliding door mate. I was meant to ring you actually, DK, and have a bit of a chat. So uh, welcome, DG. Thanks for
2: having us, boys. Welcome, mate. Yeah. Welcome.
0: Good to have you
1: here. So uh, obviously the rap sheet for Danny Gray, former, and we were saying it as we started recording there, former A-grade coach at Calandra, two years there. Yep. Uh, went on to obviously 47th Battalion coach for how yep. many
2: years? Uh. 5 or 5 years, 6 that, years, something. That's like. obviously when you yeah. met this grub, was it or, or prior? 18s. 18s also oh, you mentioned under that. 18s. Yeah, yeah. yeah, under
1: 18s. Uh and obviously most recently uh Falcons 20s coach and uh, assistant coach for Cup. Yep. Awesome. Mate. That's a decent uh decent rap sheet to have. So you're probably the uh fair to say probably our most established well, guest.
0: I think that's why so, we call it the coaching special. Yeah, the coaching, coaching special specials, edition. I like
2: that. Yeah, as yeah, long as yeah. I'm above demo, I don't
0: care. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be hard. <laughs> you just so, shit the bed there, <laughs> getting him on first go. Honestly, Brent. Brent Wall. <laughs> what he actually said to me: "What did you get that dickhead on first? Mate, All I, the listeners he, are gone. He's still, he still got the most amount of listens on that on that
1: episode. <laughs> Fuck, I shouldn't say that because he'll be listening to this. Oh, I
0: definitely will. Yeah, but, Daddy, mate, give
1: us. Uh, let's jump into a uh, bit of bit of back life on you, mate. So, there's obviously a short intro there on you, but what's uh, what's your origin story, mate? Where'd you grow up? What's your footy uh, career looked like? Give us a bit of a, uh, a backdoor, uh, behind the curtain, sort of look into uh, the one, Danny Gray.
2: Yep, so Caloundra boy, born and raised in Caloundra, um, so played all my footy at the Sharkies, um, and then obviously once i finished playing, um, jumped straight into coaching there with the under-18s, um, so like. Chris Ainsworth, uh, Brian Stroud, a heap of those young guys. Oh, good crop of boys cool. to had jump a, straight into. Yeah. Had, a, had a really good crew and, and we, um, yeah, so we had had those boys for a few years there in the 18s and then um, a lot of blokes sort of retired there at yeah. Calandra. Um, and our coach um, at Flipped the time... That. He decided that he'd had enough um, when the older boys had retired yeah. and they hit me up, asked me if I'd take it on. So um, yeah, I coached Caloundra A grade for a couple of years um, and the first year, it was probably the hardest year of my life in regards to coaching. We didn't win a game, so we we had a heap of young guys, a heap of blokes who just had no idea about what it was like to play first grade basically mm. um maybe chris might have played a few you know a season uh who else do we have a couple of other guys might have played a few games here and there but she was pretty tough initiation um we know all about that yeah <laughs> yeah and what, um
0: what yeah. was the um the committee kind of thinking when you didn't win a game that year what was the were they were they committed to this is a long-term thing danny's bringing the right crop of blokes through
2: yeah i think so. Yeah, i, I to be honest, I can't really remember. Mm. I, I just remember just remember saying, you know, they. I don't know if they had a plan, to be honest, of what the future looked like for them. Um, and when they sort of asked me if I was keen to go around again after that year, I said, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, not leaving it at that. Like, I'll, I'll keep going. And I was pretty keen on the fact that we had a heap of good young blokes. Mm. Um and then, yeah, the next year we sort of went out. We found a couple of guys, a couple of older blokes, and I, I think I I might might have even rung you, mate, and and said, do you want to come over to Kalandra? And to your credit, he doesn't all know come, this. It's all to, out. to your credit, you said, nah, mate, I'm a beerwild boy. I'm I'm a beer boy, and I'm gonna how much did he pay to say that?
0: Well, I th- was bomber coach in reserve right Yes, At the time? correct. Yeah. So
3: yeah.
1: Let's uh, sorry to interrupt you there, mate. Let's backtrack a bit here. Mm. So I, I want to end uh, a quick overview there of obviously um, things thus far. But let's let's dive into the year after playing. So did you always see yourself as a coach? Did, were you, Did you actually? Let's let's forget about seeing yourself as a coach. Let's talk about you as a player. As a player, were you a natural leader? Were you quite tactical? Were you were you a man managing sort of leader captain style and, as a player?
2: Um. Oh, probably. Not really. I I was always good around all the boys. Like I was always one of those guys that was just happy to do my role or do my bit, play my part. Um, I was bounced in and out of A-grade a lot. You know, I was in and out a lot, but I was just one of those guys that was just happy to play footy, so yeah. it was, for me it was just about being around the boys, so that's probably helped transitioning into coaching maybe. Were you um, were you
0: around in the Adl- Alan Langer era?
2: Yeah, I played with Alf. Yeah, yeah I awesome. played some games with Alf. That was unbelievable. Would more, be. more fun after the game. Yeah, but, but, but yeah, like playing with Six him. Six more phenomenal. songs. Yeah. Mate, yeah, yeah, mate. There was probably about thirty more songs back then. Oh. We used to get in the clubhouse and the boys used to whine the clock right back when the barman used to go out the back and he'd look up and go, Fuck, "Is it fucking? Is it only twelve o'clock?" And it'd be like two. It'd be like two o'clock because they just keep winding it back. Very good That's story. That's good. But, That's great. Yeah, so played a bit with Alf. Not heaps, but a bit, but that was cool. But Did you um, learn anything from him? Anything in particular that sticks out? Not really. He just used to tell blokes where to go. You run here, yeah. you run there, you chase. It was just like he had it on a string. Because
1: he wasn't he wasn't necessarily like an ultimate professional or anything, was he? Like his training and shit like that. Was he, he wasn't he wasn't ready no, nah. to <laughs> yeah Yeah. By the
0: time he got to Callound, the very back end of his career. Yeah, but yeah, he could yeah. still organise the oh, side, push the side sublime, around. Sublime. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And he'd just sort of come he most of the games he didn't even start. He'd yeah. just let blokes start what? and then he'd just come on. And after 20 minutes, I remember a lot, he'd just come on and then just go boom, 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 you know, pass here, yeah, run into that hole, yep. Yeah, no worries. It's
1: so natural, <laughs> yeah, so natural natural uh, progression into coaching, do you think? Or was it they were short on numbers? How would you how'd you,
2: how'd you, push in that direction? I coached a lot of juniors. Well, well, at Calandra through that era, those sort of mid-2000s, a lot of us went and coached juniors. So we were playing first grade or whatever mm. at Calandra. We like went back that. and coached. 12s and 13s and 14s. I know some of the boys coached the under-17s. Like there was sort of a a lot of us guys went back and coached. So I'd coached um, like Ryan Stroud and those boys back when they were like 13. Mm. So then as soon as I stopped playing, it was just like a sort of – Stay involved. Yeah, stay involved. And I didn't want to retire, um, but I broke my arm pretty bad. And being a plumber, you know, with a broken arm, it's impossible to work. So I just decided that was time to hang up the boots, but the best way to stay involved was to start coaching.
1: And I'll, I'll, I'll remind me here because I'll, I'll get to a point at the moment la- later into the conversation we get here. Because obviously you've you've, ha- you've gone from the coaching the 18s for a couple of years, you've gone into senior footy of of A grade 47 Battalion, and then you've come back to obviously the 20s. So I want to know what you've learned in that point. And I'll get to that in a moment, but someone remind me when we do get to it. Uh, so. Tell us about your success of of '18s. Obviously, a really good crop of boys at Calandra that those years. They were almost the, they
0: were the glory years of the, of Cali, the, right? Some they of the were. probably some of the best backline, young backs yeah, coming some through. Really good kids. Because I think Chris Yanes has probably been playing half halves. halves. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't yeah. he, he was wasn't like a hooker back, at that yeah. stage. Yeah, half and Stroudy back. was a centre uh 58 which Correct. was killing it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and then yeah. as well as. Um, I think of a few boys. They're about my age, but just that crop of young fellas coming through and Kalandro would have hedged their success on those blokes coming Absolutely. through. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And that that era in that sort of eighteens group, Kiwana had a phenomenal oh, team. Like they had your
0: age, I think JB uh, yeah. Sam
2: Wright and oh, mate, there was a stack of good players at Kiwana, well, I remember
0: Jada um, Mickey, that was all that age, wasn't yeah, it? Like your age? Was, yeah. yeah,
2: there was a there was a good crew Good crew at Kawana of good footballers. Trav Long, I think, yeah, was in that yep. group. Um, and the year, Alex Forrest. the year below. Foz, him, that's yeah. It. Yeah,
0: yeah, The year below him, I think, was Levi Carsberg, Kai Zico. Correct. Jordan Meads, yeah. Holy. Yeah, yeah. Every uh, year above, Every year, year above me was
2: another another big yeah, one. Yeah, that was yeah. Tyson. Uh, uh, Tyson, what's his name? That Bruh? played. No, no, yes, <laughs> yes him. Yeah. But the other Tyson, the big unit, the big front rower that went and played at Manly and that. I can't think of his name. Andrew Tyson Andrews. Lunatic. Oh, yeah. Lunatic. Yeah. Yeah. Holy, what a football so that, player. So there was a they had a good crop coming through, but that was the same around the same time as like Mitchie Ward, David yep. Oakes. Yeah. There were some good players running around on the coast in those junior age groups. Like it was a, when you think back now, there was a good crew. Like there you, really put, good you would you put Brody Oxham in that good crew? <laughs> Would you Bro, like to? Think, uh, Bro, a bit older than that. He was two years older. Than Would me? you
0: yeah, like to give Deej a bit of a, Tyler. a back? Be, I don't remember. This is interesting. Give oh, Deej some backstory yeah. on how you know them.
1: Brother-in-law. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yes. I, I don't well, remember playing the, against Tyler ever. I don't remember ever playing against. So I didn't know who Tyler was until he started playing. Rachel. A great. So he must have been pretty. Um, uh, we gave him a fucking serve last week, but he. Uh, <laughs> he I, I, I don't. I don't, know if he, I don't remember him ever seeing like in the rep sides or anything like that tyler
2: anyway i, I think tyler. Brody was the the Top. pick at yeah. the time so yeah, yeah Brody was a pretty good footballer i think i might have even played against Brody when he was young playing for namble yeah i told Brody yeah. you were coming in today he was he was um yeah
1: big raps on you as well so so obviously yeah tell me about your success in the 18s there so so two years of 18s so did you did you manage to keep a few of the boys from 17 to carry through to 18 or was it all was your main group 18 and then the second year of
2: 18s a whole new no, it was boys. a mi- it was a mixture. Mixture? Yeah, yeah. It was a mixture. Yeah. So there was always a mixture I think once Chris and them sort of jumped out and went into first grade. Yeah. Um like Lance came in. So Lance you know mm. was next in and then so we just had a really good progression of good juniors coming through at Calandra
0: at that time. So, you
2: know.
1: What happened? What happened to Calandra then? What, what what what's uh we might be jumping ahead here, but what's
0: <clears throat> You're jumping well ahead.
1: What's the what's what what happened to those those glory years? You think what was it? Was it just committee turnovers and
2: yeah? Look, to be honest, I don't think the club's been run very well mm. over the years. That's my assessment of it. There's been some good people down there try and do some good things, and there's a lot of voices, a lot of chiefs. And uh, sort of to be honest, mate, I don't, I don't know if they've got a the people that are in charge have an awfully great vision for the footy side of it.
0: Um, well, let's no similar to that. Every club, really. Like, look where Marucci was at the moment. Like, they've had to the come back from, obviously, the, the player turnover that Barty mm. was talking about. BYU's had their president's turnover. And obviously, we're in a purple patch. But it's probably only Kawana that always seem to be there going really well all the time. You know, even Caboolture, they're going through a stretch now where they're not making finals as well, so.
2: Interesting point, yeah. Yeah. is probably one of those clubs that has been really <laughs> up and down for a long time. Like, I know when I was playing, we played in, you know, played in a lot of... Good footy teams, lots of finals, few grand finals. Didn't win many, but we're we're in a lot there then, or thereabouts. every And then every drop year. off yeah. for a few years, and then kick back up, and drop yeah, off okay. for a few. Few kick back up, you know. So, um, so
1: so A grade, so transition to A grade. I mean, how'd you um, how'd you go managing kids for starters? Obviously, eighteen year olds. I mean, different
2: generation back then to what it is now. But they were all the boys that I'd coached already. Yeah. So th- it was probably pretty easy. It was probably a, a pretty smooth transition, to be honest. What I probably struggled with more than anything else was not having some old heads there yeah. to guide them, especially mm. that first year. Like
0: to, to put in perspective, I, would, I was the same age as those blokes, like Chris and Stroudyam, which was nineteen. As me and you made yeah. our debuts probably a year earlier because we had yeah. to appear. But I remember myself in that age. Wow, what out of a step! W- way out of depth. Yeah. What a step up. Way yep. too big at that style of football that was playing at that, at that War, time? How, it, yeah. how long were we talking 12 years ago? Uh,
2: will it be, well, yeah, what, ten, no, 10 or 11. So, yeah, yeah. 2014 was that yep. that the year we won it. Mm-hmm. But, the year so, yeah, so that was the year before. And we'd had a lot of boys retire that were real experienced guys. Luke Ward, Wade Grayson, Brad Ibs. Um, you know, I think Big Paddo was still pulling on the boots then at stages. Like there was a lot of really a good footballers. A uh, shutzy. Yeah, like Adam Shuttlewood. Yep. um We we had a really good crew mm. there. Probably should have won more competition. Geez, Ibsy
0: was a good footy player. Yeah, wasn't he? he was a gun. Holy! You yeah. mentioned
1: you've mentioned it a couple of times. That's where the FIFO really comes into it, right? Because I'm sure there's a few people listening now going, "Oh, eighteen eight, or you know, nineteens to to A grade. It's not as big of a step up as we're alluding to." However, back then, it was a different calibre of footy getting played on the coast. You know, you look at, again, you've only got to mention the, the Alfies, the Noel Goldthorpes. Do you know, my debut in Agra was against Noel and fucking Tor Shred's office, right? So, and, and that was him and his... They used to have the his... checkbook oh. open, didn't they, Did? Oh, they certainly did. <laughs> oh, but, do you know what I mean? These are the, even... Um, Oz, uh, uh, Peachy, remember Peachy Kwan? He was uh, Mark Peach for Harlow. Oh, yeah. He was, a, he was a teacher at Biwa. Uh, but even still, he was he was a pretty
2: handy football Oh, Paigey.
1: No? No, not Paige. Oh, Chris
2: Peach. Chris Peach, that's yeah, what Chris it was. Chris Peach, yeah. Chris yeah, Peach,
1: yeah. so yeah, yeah. Um, halfback, wasn't he? Yeah, 5'8". Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but even still, he was a handy player, but he... Um, do I, what, I don't wonder what he's, he's doing these days.
2: He's yeah. actually a uh, principal down in Brisbane. Is he? Yeah. There you go. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Can't believe it. <laughs> ah, but um, again, yeah, going back to the... <clears throat> so excuse me. Going back to the, the FIFO thing, right? It was, it was a different... You've, As I said, you've mentioned it a couple of times in the last couple of podcasts. As as soon as the FIFO really came into play, a lot of these A-graded, really solid A-grade boys started going away for work. And it it meant that a lot more 19s, 20-year-olds, 21-year-olds had to come through a bit sooner than what they probably wouldn't have 10 years prior.
0: Which which leads us to the following year, 14. That's a massive turnaround. Like... From not winning a game in 13 and A grade to having the committee or the board or whatever from Calandra say, would you like to go again? And he said, bloody oath. I well, want, what I what what's the, what's,
1: the, what's the change there? Because I'm assuming, did, did recruitment play a big role or did you stick to the crop of boys that
2: you had? We had a lot of blokes that had played the year before. So like Stroudy, Chris, Lance, um, Kane Liner, yep. yeah, Kano. Like, there, was, there was a really good group of young blokes, but we just identified that we probably needed – just a couple of experienced guys to help. We were really lucky. So at that time it was the Sea Eagles mm. and Justin, I don't know if he's known, Otto. Justin Otto. Yeah. So yeah. Justin Otto, he'd sort of been sick of just getting bashed from pillar to post and he just decided, you know, I was good mates with him and he said, look, I'm just going to come back and play. I'll come back and play for Calandra which was amazing. Like he was the halfback that we needed because we had Chris and Lance and some other guys that could do some phenomenal things, but they're – you know, probably still, they're off the cuff. You know, like yeah, they, they, yep. they play pretty erratic. They don't play structure. to structure as such, which is fine, which is good. And then we picked up a couple of front rowers. We got Big Shaq. Um, yeah. We okay. got Ricky and he was probably like, that was just a real purple patch for Played Shaq. some of his best footy Mate, while un- he was younger, which is very rare for a front rower. 100%. Like he, his season was But how phenomenal. old would he have been back then? Because he's still... Oh, 18. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. 19 maybe. Yeah. younger. Yeah.
0: Than, yeah. yeah okay
2: yeah like he was he was only a pup but yeah. he was just fit he was confident he had a like phenomenal skill set big shack like he could do you know he'd be getting the ball free
0: that's that genera- that's and...
1: the generation of the front rollers we're seeing now yeah, that's when it all started probably those those 2000, 2010 to 15 was when front rollers really started to become uh pivotal points of of your pack right being able to put An offload in and
2: yeah, and late footwork yeah. and all that jazz. So he, he had a great season. I think Lance Ainsworth scored about 30 tries He was and all Was he fullback? Was yeah, he fullback then? I got a because
1: was, uh, was Chrissy Chris, so, was Chrissy we, your captain that year, Did, or was that later? Uh, him,
2: him and Otto co captain, right? Yeah, so, so Chrissy is a
1: because tw- we obviously, as well as we know Chrissy now, um, he would have been what 1920, tw- Cap- Some, something something like and that. captain A yeah. grade, and yep. um, and he's a pretty quiet bloke, but um, yeah, he doesn't say much. Demands, I think he he he, he sort of doesn't necessarily demand respect but you kind of look at him and go he's, he's a he's a professionally he looks after himself i think you talk hard.
0: to talk to lance now too that was easily his best year yeah ever, you know i let a few blokes know that deej was on today and um they just said, asking about how good Lance was at you. They were
2: phenomenal, he both was, those brothers. They, yeah. they, they could, like, almost, it was like they were whistling or, you know, clicking. They their know, they at each know. They've got this inner, you, inner yeah. sanctum, inner voice. Yeah, they've got it. And yeah. Tony has, you
1: see, you see, you see all three of them play together. You're just sitting there going, Are you guys just talking telepathically or something? It's it it just, was phenomenal. They know what's you know, going on. As
2: soon as one of our big boys poked their nose through, Chris and Lance were just like, up there, electric. You know, they were gone, you mm. know, and that, that was. Just needed a couple of, like I said, a couple of old heads mm. in there with him. Um, we picked up a couple of other fellas who just randomly like, you know, I always say to win a comp you need heat. Like a lot of things have to fall into place. We picked up another guy, Andrew Fulligar, who was a guy that come across from Dolby. And, mate, he's one of the toughest blokes I've ever seen on a footy field. And he's not real big and he was happy to just do – he just wanted to play footy he, – he, yeah, so we picked up him and he just did all the dirty was shit. It, was that the
0: year – did Blair and Connor come over that year? No,
2: that was the next – I'm pretty okay, sure that was yep. the next year, yeah. And Stonia
0: yeah. as well? We got Stoney – Because he was playing Seagulls, wasn't he? We
2: got Stoney a fair bit because they weren't picking him in, okay. the, in the Seagulls or Falcons. Yep. I think by 2014 mm. they converted back to Falcons. It was like two years or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. the Seagulls for a few years. I um, speak to Mark Page. Mark Page was in that yeah, system. Page yeah, Page was in all yeah. that, yeah. And then – Yeah, so we got Stoney a fair bit. We got um, Lukey Blumkey, so who's out at Nambour, you know. So Lukey's a Caloundra junior. So I don't know how he's ended up at Nambour. I'm not sure. Um, He might might know some boys out there. But we had, like, him a fair bit come back as well. He was phenomenal for us. Mm. But then we just had a heap of good kids. Well, was this the Braby year? Can yes, for played A grade, and
1: a lot of a lot of the Seagulls boys dropped back to play. No, that was that thirteen. That was, that was 13. thirteen when
0: Kawana okay. beat him. them. Beat them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So I'm skipping a year there. So it,
1: was, it must have been three years of Seagulls, perhaps. Yeah. Kawana the, few the years. thirteen
0: year Kawana and Bribie were huge stand. That was well. Kawana was yeah. that was, was an absolute tussle. Yeah. 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 That Kiwana team, geez, yeah, Kiwana team was good. Or well, the bribery, yeah. bribery had, a, had them, had them drive
1: Yeah, very good. <laughs> the bribery team was just a was just a seagull's to reserve grade was not it? which, which yeah, was quite handy. Much, yeah. yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so uh, uh, so obviously you've gone first year as A grade coach didn't win a, didn't win a game. Um, something we're very used to. <laughs> Um, well, I'm used to. I've, <laughs> never, I've never played to win an A-grade side. But uh, I've won one game, actually, in A-grade. <laughs> um, but th- to then go to, obviously, um, uh, t- to the following year and obviously go through and win the comp and had a real juicy crop of juniors that you were very familiar with, boys that you'd probably turn into men yourself, guys that were probably loyal to, to you as an individual and a coach, uh, to then uh, how the had the 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 next gig come along so you've gone to 20s at Falcons was, yeah. was that someone come to you or what because obviously that's, you're looking at that going I mean it's 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 a great step up and obviously open would have opened up plenty of doors for you taking that opportunity but you know big uh big big change going from bringing all these young decent players through to to then um uh stepping away from them so what was that experience but like? Before you
0: answer that, from the outside looking in too, I think when you left Calandra that year to take that job, there was, including myself, because the year before I, I was very close to coming over because of yourself and Bomber, um, I think a lot of blokes that resonated with Deej and went, just went, oh, he's not at Calandra, we'll just stay back at our other mm. clubs. So I think... Fortunately for a lot of clubs, like including BWR, there was a yep. lot, mate, there was a lot of B O R boys who were just
1: Well, like, I think I was away. I was gone by this stage. I think by the time all that was, well, rugby, that's where I was in England.
0: Uh Bomber was coaching reserve grade yep. 14. Yep. And BY went through that rebuild phase. They had to go back to C grade. Yeah. So C grade didn't start till after Easter. Yeah. And then we were rather sister club of Kalandra or something like that. Yeah, that's yeah, there and was something going on there. Yeah, yeah. So we, we, we could, I think
2: we were sending our like, sort of blokes that weren't getting a game out to you guys yeah. at some stage. Yeah, fuck, though. I don't remember yeah. that. And vice yeah.
0: versa. We could – so, Bomb indeed. Like, well, I'd spoke to Bomb, I think. He just rang me and he said, do you want to play reserve grade this week? And I said, oh, can can I? He said, yeah, you can. And I'd signed – like, I'd already signed for beer up yeah. but I was allowed to. And I'd jump on the bench, hadn't trained with Calandra at all, and – Bomber was putting me on before the rest of the beach. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm looking at the bench. You're right, DK? I'm like, oh, oh, no. Oh, yep, ready to go. And I think yeah. scored three tries in two games. So I was like, and D just kept the messages flowing. What are you doing? Yeah. You're better than that. And I was like, oh, don't do this to me. I actually went back to BYC grade and I was told I'd be captain that year. And the coach said, no, not after what you've done. I said, what do you mean? What have you done? You went play for Clender. You're not going to captain anymore, mate. This is yeah, as a young fellow, know, mate. Yeah. I was so yeah. cl- I was so close to just. I told me old man. I said I'm I'm done. I'm going to Clender, and oh, geez, it was close. Well,
1: correct me if I'm wrong. That same coach rolled back around a few years later, mm. and you also ended up back yeah. training the Clender. Fucking full circle.
0: We'll get, ultimately probably... Kiwana as well. <laughs> so yeah, we'll get to that. For a troll. But yeah, anyway, we'll sorry, get, mate. Yeah. Sorry to nah, interrupt. That's nah, it's all
1: good. Yeah, yeah. so how the, would had, had the, uh, the Falcons kid come about?
2: Yeah, I can't really remember. I never wanted to leave Calandra. Like we'd built something pretty special there, yeah. like I said, and and Bomber was a huge part of that. Marky Liner was a huge part of it. And we'd gone through some pretty hard times for that. That 13 was, like I said, It that year I had my little girl too. So like it was like a it was a wild year it was like well we're not winning any footy games but I've got you know my daughter little baby so it was sort of yeah, put a ahead. put a different perspective on it but it probably made me as a coach because ultimately the when you play you compete but you always want to win right mm. you, that's the why why play if you're not yeah. going to compete and win got it but I wasn't scared of losing after that year. Do you know what I mean? Like, as a footy coach, losing bec- or it, it wasn't a, a problem. It was like, oh well, if we just go out and do what we can do. If we're not good enough, we're not good enough. It just—I don't know. It changed. And you—you you, you pay
1: credit to the to your daughter for that. You think you think that gave you patience and uh, and I guess perspective.
2: Yeah, well, it was like because I
1: look it, at that. I look at that now and go, well, I I I, I hate losing more than I oh, like winning.
2: I think you know if you don't hate losing, you it's like, mm, like yeah, everybody yeah. hates losing. But I can. It wasn't the most important thing happening yeah, in the world. Yeah, right. Do you, you know think I mean? it was? Do you no, think it I was agree.
1: also? Do you think it was also because you had such a young crop of players that, that you're almost looking at them like your own kids? You know, you've got you've got to develop these kids. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, and that's of...
2: always been something for me. Is and I, and I always say it to having coached the male kids for a, a long time now. I treat them like they're Ooh. mine, and I'll treat them with tough. They'll, they'll get love, but they'll get tough love if that's what they need. Mm. So it's like. Those boys, even though we were losing games, they were still ripping in. Mm. You know, there was kids in there that were just not ready to play first grade. And we were playing Kiwana. We were playing the Bribie Seagulls, mate. Ooh. It was, like, brutal. Mm. You know, I remember Jace Wardrop one night at Caloundra and they'd absolutely flogged us. Like, our boys just got bashed from pillar to post. you remember Jake Christie? I do, yeah. Drew, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, yeah, yeah. he was a, like, he was a winger playing front row, And just they were teeing off on the poor bus. and they were loving it, mate. They were loving it. And I remember Wardrop just looks at me after the game, and we're talking. He goes, "Mate, you need some bigger players." I said, "Fuck, I just need some some of the shit that you guys are all on." (laughs)
0: Yeah, Wardrop, (laughs) Wardrop got to (laughs) it, mate. I was was like,
2: "I don't need. I just need some of that." Can we get some of that? Who's Uh, the S&C coach? Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Dr. Toby Thrills, shout (laughs) it. But um,
2: but it but it it was. Toby Thrills getting a finish shout out. He is, yes. In hindsight, it was that was the best thing that could have happened to a lot yeah. of those young blokes because they all come back next year and want to come. Yeah, there was ten of them. Yeah, and it's a shame in it,
1: that team. It's a shame, I guess. And again, I hate to keep bringing it back to to you know the comedian where where clowns at at the moment, but I mean it, it is a shame that uh, that it couldn't all stick together. I mean, when you do day, well, mind you as well, DK. Obviously, you and I from from well from your from your age group of 18s, you're the only bloke left. From my age group of 18s, I'm the only bloke left. Um, but it, it the amount of character it builds. But the other thing is as well, the guys who, who we were playing with in those junior years and even sort of 18, 19-year-olds, the boys we were playing with aren't actually even playing anymore. Yeah, that's right. The difference with the Cali crew, a lot of those boys are still playing football Playing footy. somewhere else. Just mm-hmm. saying yeah. playing somewhere else. Yeah. So it's just a shame to see that, well, oh, I mean, obviously the, the, someone, their loss is our, our gain because obviously we, we, we picked up. Um, A couple of those boys and other clubs have now as well. But a shame to see um, so much work go into it to to nurture those young boys coming through to
2: only lose them at a later age. Like I said, I didn't ever want to leave Calandra. Like for me growing up, I wanted to play. I used to watch um, blokes that played at Calandra when I was a kid, you know, and then I wanted to play first grade. That's all I wanted to do. I wanted to play A grade at Calandra. And then when the opportunity arose to coach, Great. And then I got to coach A grade and it was just like awesome. But I feel like the, the people in charge there didn't have the same vision that I had. Um, like I said, I don't know if their f- main focus is actually the rugby league, even though it's yeah. a rugby league cl- club. So, you know. I think a lot of people
1: probably agree with you there. Yeah.
2: And, and it's something that I know a lot of people have battled with at Calandra for a long time, which is probably a shame because they'd probably be, you know, the most powerful club on the coast if they could get their shit together. Well, no. probably the and big
1: thing is keeping the. I mean, obviously, I'm assuming the, the junior committee and senior committee are completely yeah, completely never, never been and never been never together, been
2: together. Ever, I, yeah, I always ever. found
0: that would be the hard thing because we we struggle we we try so hard at other clubs and obviously our club to to bring it together and get senior boys down there and help the juniors out and get familiar with some juniors mm. so they can get familiar with you. So I always thought having the different fields fields that's the, comes that's the biggest in, issue. Yeah, you know, are their parents? It's a Saturday. So "Dads are working. Are they willing to take their kids to the senior games? And who's going to drive home? They had a few yep. beers in the can Bar. Like, that would be the hardest thing I'd imagine. The two separate grounds, and especially Calandra High being right next to County Juniors. And as soon as they finish high school, uh, yeah, am I doing this? You know, I'm working now. I've got a girlfriend. So yeah,
2: it, it's yeah, and they've always butted heads. Yeah, the the juniors and the seniors for some stupid reason have always butted heads." I don't know why. Yeah, but. well,
1: obviously we've um, and by the time we release this episode, we would have spoken to uh, to Jersey by that stage. So maybe yep, a few
0: few notes there. Too. Zach will be on. By uh, the time this episode's out, it'll yeah, be uh, so it'll be interesting. He'll probably get his feedback on it. Because I, yeah. I was talking
1: to, um, I won't say I was to I was talking to, but even uh, a little side note on Cloundra, that uh, <laughs> the uh, the senior fields, and I might ask Zach about this as well, but uh, the senior fields at Cleandra training. Uh, C grade and reserve grade have got to go uh, train in the slot.
0: Oh, A grade gets. I the... already know who you spoke A to. Grade... <laughs> We'd better just. A grade we... gets
1: the full, uh, full, uh, full, full main field. And um, anyway. That just goes to show the, the, I guess, the culture, which we'll dive into with with the jersey, and, and I, as I said, obviously everyone would have listened to the, the the Zach episode by the time this comes out. Um, so we'll we'll keep pressing this on. We're thirty minutes in already. I'd, one more comment?
2: Yeah, I just was going to get back to how I ended up at the Falcons. Yeah, I so never yeah. wanted to leave, and I can't remember if it was a conversation uh, bumped into Flano, you know, um, who'd become the CEO by that stage in two. Flano followed us on uh, socials the other day. Oh, lovely. Be good to get him on, actually. Yes. Yep. He's got plenty of John Dory's to tell. He's good. Oh, he John would Dore, too. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be great. Yeah. He loves
0: a punt too. Yeah. A yep. afterwards. Yep. Oh, hit us up.
2: <laughs> Plano would be a good one. Um, but I can't remember if it was – but it was like, oh, what are you doing next year? And, you know, it was maybe just i I'm not really sure, I'm interested in coaching 20s. And I was like – went to the, the president at the time and said, look, the Falcons have asked me if I want to coach the 20s. And – he just looked at me and just didn't really say anything. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, no worries. Not we want to keep you or not, you know, we'd, what do we need to do to keep you? Mm. Two just, questions. That two, was it. I'm done.
1: Two probably uh, brutal questions here, if you don't mind me asking. And excuse my naivety before I do ask these questions. Um, but obviously we're looking at what year here, 2015?
0: 14. 14. 14. So back, back end of 14?
1: Yes, back after, it, after, after the, it, the cop- season.
2: So we'd won the A grade, we won reserve grade, and our 18s missed out on the grand final. They were in the prelim. Yep. I think they got knocked out the week before. So, so
1: 2014, Sunshine Coast Rugby League is probably at its back end of the pinnacle of what what Sunny Coast footy was in mm-hmm. A grade. Yeah. Um. But let's let's excuse the back end of the pinnacle because none of us had a crystal ball. We couldn't see what was going to happen with Sunny Coast footy. Um. Two questions. The first question is: Was the 20s job a paid role then?
2: Uh, I think I got a couple of grand.
1: Okay, so yeah, so and obviously, I'm assuming there wasn't too much going around in in local grade footy though as, as a paid A grade coach. No, that no, is different. It for the love. Different, yeah. <laughs> diver- that, and that's what I'm talking about. Time, just to give the the listeners some yeah. context, because obviously there wouldn't be an A grade coach getting around now. Maybe Stanley Rivers coach, but there probably wouldn't be too many <laughs> A grade coaches getting around now who aren't getting paid. But back then it was a different story. Even players, you'd yep. be lucky to get fucking 50 bucks. I remember I was getting paid 20 bucks a week playing. eight Fuel money. Fuel money. So, uh, and and I appreciate the honesty there because, again, I'm just trying to give some people, younger crowd, some context around all of this. The second question then becomes is, was that, an, was that a step up going to the Falcons' 20s? Because now it would be. Now you're looking and go, well, yes, the doors would open up like crazy and then obviously you're into – well, now you're into storm systems and whatever else now. But back then, was it a step up from local A-grade being at the pinnacle of, again, the back end of what A-grade pinnacle was? I've kind of gone in circles there, but hopefully that question makes sense. Yeah, um, was that a progression in your in your co- coaching yeah, career yeah. to go to Falcons 20s
2: at that time? Yeah, I think so. It yeah. was? Yeah, yeah. okay. Well, they just linked with Melbourne. Yeah. So I think that the the big appeal was then the exposure to what you were going to get from, nationally from melbourne yeah. You know, like uh you know speaking about how it would work i got to go to melbourne spend a week down there development as a coach so you, yeah you do that personal exposure, development stuff yeah. and and all that sort of thing so that was a that was that was really like a probably my uh, other than the fact that the president just gave me nothing <laughs> i was just like you know and then it was like oh you know we're we're going to send you to melbourne we're going to do this i'm like Where do I sign? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And again, as I said, I want to probably reiterate there, in today's world, it is a no-brainer, an an absolute no-brainer. But obviously different times back then. And you'd remember this.
0: No, just excuse me just from not chiming in there. I'm just taking this in. Obviously, (laughs) you know, from my perspective – I probably want to be a coach after I retire. So I'm just, I'm lapping this up. So just keep it up, lads. Yeah. yeah, I, continue, and, I, yeah. and look, I'm, I'm, I'm probably just, looking
1: at it from a selfish perspective as well. I'm just curious. I just, yeah. I like to know this stuff. I, I, I never see myself as a coach, but I'm I'm, I'm I'm always curious to know how the operations of this stuff is run. Uh, and as a coach, what, if if you're looking at, because I can see it, I can see it right now. And, and the presidents that I've seen over the last 30 years within clubs, the, the one club that I've played in, but, I can almost see it. You you would have walked in there and said about the opportunity at the Falcons, and it, I can imagine ninety percent of the presidents that I've uh, witnessed, they would sit there and be like, "Oh well, I don't know," Do you know, because it, it's just a lot of the time they are just and they're volunteers. They're volunteers. Yeah, they're that's they're naive. That's yeah. They don't really understand. They don't understand systems. A lot of these, a lot of the presidents probably haven't played a high level of footy majority of the time, and they don't understand the systems of what what can create. And you know, they're just trying to they're to go they're going day to day, whereas. Danny Gray at the time was going okay. Well, I'm a, how old were you at that point actually? Late 30s?
2: Early 34, 30, oh, yep. mid 30s. Yep.
1: So you obviously you're looking at that going, well, this is an opportunity to further my career. So anyone, yeah, and that's probably more the curiosity question, I hate to go in circles again, but of just trying to identify back then uh, rather than now if that was a true development. So
0: was it overwhelming when you first got in there Let's say Danny Gray's walking in the doors at Falcons? You got the coaching role. Yeah, yeah. And you walk was, in, and who, who's the head coach of Q Cup at the time?
2: Glenn, Glenn Dragger. Oh, so yep. Jack's dad. Yeah, he, right he'd on. been appointed um, the head coach, mm-hmm. and who else was there then? Oh, so Matt Adamson. Yeah. had been sort of had relocated up to Queensland to the sunny coast, sort of with what well, well, with the storm to help basically smooth the transition of. The feeder arrangement, if mm. that makes sense, and start to teach us the way that Melbourne do things, because he'd previously coached the 20s there, so he'd had that exposure to them. And so how much? It, of, how much of a it was shock, daunting?
0: What was the shock like when Matt, Matt Adamson's given you more the storm routine, and were you just going, "Wow"? Like, yeah, yeah, it was it blown was away, kind of
2: to a degree, but also like he was living in he was still living in full time NRL world. Mm, yeah, and so. His intentions were fantastic, but he didn't realise that all those – The level of – Mate, all those cup players were working. And mind you, you you you're a plumber by day too. Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) everyone's working and then getting to training and, you know, like (laughs) Paulie McEwen, I'll never forget (laughs) Paulie. I love Paulie. Mate, one of my all-time favourites, right? So I remember we were were bouncing as coaches. Um, We were bouncing between the cup and the 20s we yep. were doing sort of both because it was just all new and all happening and paulie mac was like walking in <laughs> 45 minutes after training started <laughs> Matt, and Matt, it was smelt mate, like darry's too from out the front he's just rip in. been fencing for fucking 14 <laughs> hours <laughs> and he walks in in his boots and his shit and and like matt's like rah, 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 you know like getting and, and Max just like fucking slow down, can I've just fucking <laughs> I've just worked for twelve hours. Like oh, I need hilarious. this shit.
1: <laughs> That's another <laughs> world. But also the uh, and again, correct me if I'm wrong here. I'm just trying to my my uh, memory's not so great these days. But uh, I th- I from memory the Falcons times the transition back to Falcons. Sorry, um, few tough years. Right, there was uh, and yeah. I'm assuming that was feeding from twenties right through to carp. Because that were like that were the Platty years and stuff, right? Bloody was there. Yeah, 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 bloody, yeah, yeah, um, Johnny Platt. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm, yeah, those were those were some pretty tough years, and and not a lot of, um, NRL players, fringe NRL players dropping back. I think it was a lot of local boys from memory. Wasn't well, it? Man, Manly? No, no those post Manly. Sorry, no, yeah, no, there yeah, yeah, a, yeah,
2: there was a there was a weird little transition. You're yeah. right, where there was. Could barely win a game. Yeah, and and they were getting.
0: It's where the climb boys did a lot yeah, of the Yeah, that's yes. where they got yeah, a lot of caps. Years. Yeah, they were the most cap players, I think.
2: Yeah, at the I think, club. I think Ballinger, I think Jai Ballinger yeah, might have them might now. Yeah,
0: guys, well at West, too. yeah, mate. Yeah. In and out, because mate. they
1: they had to, they had to play. They were just, uh, they were just um, the ones that were there, and and but obviously great players. Don't get me wrong. And they, I mean, there was w-
2: we were getting. I think that year, like I was still with Calandra then, in that sort of. 14 2014 was that horrible sort of changeover period yeah but they got at the back end i remember they got joe stimpson nelson Asafa Solomona, um another big fella called frankie tillow so they were they were under like they were 18 year olds playing under 20s in melbourne that was mm. sending them back to play cup like good luck boys yeah <laughs> you know going in with you know, season Q Cup players, our guys who were just like bat- like battling. You know, good lads, but just battling because they just, you know, didn't have any money, couldn't pay blokes like not like Redcliffe and those yep. sort of yeah. guys. But yeah, yeah. So no, it was interesting. So and
1: and what was what was the feel around sort of the, the Falcons uh, cohort around that point? Like, was there was there direction with the Cup side? Was there what was the feel around twenties at that point? Was there guy good boys coming through? Because um, again, because what was it? Two two years at at twenty. Two years at 20s, 20s. Yeah. Um, any any actually side note. Any uh, any boys that you coached uh, then that uh, that were abs that turned into absolute standouts that that are worth mentioning.
2: Um, we had um, we how do we have? So we had like guys like uh, Sam Burns was our captain. Um, so Burnsy's now... Who's made the transition. Now, he's the cup captain currently. Well, Patrice got injured at the start of the year. So he he's, you know, getting close to 100 cup games. Yeah. Um, who else do we have? Natty McGavin, um, Tommy Rafter, like a heap of those boys were all yeah, playing okay. 20s at the time.
0: All was, boys that have transitioned now as well. Natty and yeah, uh, exactly. Rafter um, over at um, East Kobe, now as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, yeah.
2: you know, Alex. Um, yeah, the second year... The Melbourne 20s turned up on the coast. They got relocated out of Melbourne, put them on the coast probably just to save them a heap of money relocating them to Melbourne. Um, but out of that group there was like Harry Grant, Bo Firma. Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah, Braden yeah. Trindle. Well, Tricky, wow. was, a, Tricky well, was a local. Cabo. He was from Cabo. Yeah, yeah. He was sort yeah. of with us and through our junior pathways, but Tricky was with them. Um, trying to think of some of the other ones that who went on there. Yeah, there was there's some other there's some, yeah, okay. there some good ones. Yeah. So how'd you go
1: as 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 an as an as a twenties um, those two years? How'd you how you go competitively?
2: Um, I think we finished. It was a top five back then, and I think we finished six both years. The second year we had a a great group, but we just had with the Melbourne twenties being there, it was just I think we used fifty something players that year because they were just in and out, yeah. in and out inju- injuries. You know, it was um, it was tough. That was a tough year, but. It was enjoyable. Like it was good, you know, looking back on it. And well, where was the uh, sliding doors moment then to,
1: to step up into into cup? What uh, what created that? Was it was there a bloke going out that, that opened up the opportunity? Was it sheer just... And who uh, was coach?
2: Was it Trigger, Trigger, Trigger coach? Trigger, a yeah. yeah, so Trigger was coaching. He came at 2016 mm-hmm. and then he hit me up at the end of that year and said, what do you want to do? Do you want to jump up with us into cup? And... Once again, I didn't know if I wanted to. I, I wasn't sure if that was what I wanted. I, th- I felt like my. I feel like my um, sweet spot is helping transition these young guys mm. through. Um, so I wasn't really sure if that was for me, but I decided I'd have a crack at it. The
1: experience. The experience, it, at very least, surely would have been worthwhile. Yeah. You'd
2: think, right? Yeah, and and it worked out probably good, to a degree that. I did that because I was able to work a lot with those younger guys who are, you know, like natty on the brand, cusp um, making cup, yeah. Burnley, cup, copes. Yeah. There was a, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot, lot of good young guys.
0: You in probably there. helped a lot of boys
1: uh, debut cup, I would
0: assume. Potentially, assume, yeah. 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 How yeah. many assistant coaches at that time were Q Cup co- was it just one assistant coach or two?
2: Uh, there was a couple of us.
0: Sort of, what, three or and two? And designated,
2: designated roles
1: for each. So, I mean, is it, is it in-depth as like attacking coach, defensive coach? Yeah, trigger, the... trigger
2: brought a fellow with him, Ben King, who looked after a lot of the attack. Um, so Ben, he did a lot of the attack. I was probably more like what you would call like a um, a transitions coach mm-hmm. or a development sort of coach. I did, yeah. I did everything, you know, did a bit of video with whatever, you know, just – plug the holes or whatever but yeah it was good good for my development and we I got to see yeah we've spoken about this a
1: couple of times We've obviously had a, uh, a couple of coaches on now i mean ultimately and again my naivety probably comes to fruition here but i almost look at coaching as uh, you've got one or the other right you're either a man manager type coach or you're a technical coach uh, and very rarely i find do you see i mean like you've got the wayne bennett's of the world of course the Bellamys, of course but very rarely do you see someone who can master both worlds um did you experience that kind of similar situation because cup levels something that neither of us
3: are
1: at all familiar with um and it'd be a very different level to local a grade coaches do you do you find that that's kind of the standard protocol in a, in a cup level and at a, at a, at a at a, at a sort of club like Falcons level, is it is it are you kind of finding one or the other with management, man management and technical? And if if you do, are the man managers then trying to recruit technical people to help develop people or vice versa?
0: In a, in a two-pronged question there, when you're getting NRL players back, how do you deal with your knowledge knowing You'd that be, these blokes are getting caged by bellyache yeah. and going, like, am I saying the right thing to this guy mm. or – is he, does he respect what I'm saying, or that's more? Yeah, yeah, that's
2: that's interesting, <laughs> eh? That that's okay. So, um, lots that's, to digest that's, Sorry, that's always <laughs> so. Yeah, so that's great. Like that's always in the back of your mind. So when I when I went in with the first year, 2017, we'd also signed Hoax, right? So we mm. got Dane Hogan to our club
0: who from did, East. From Just East, because come from East as yeah, well. Bringing with him,
2: and he'd already. I think Hoge may have already had tied up with East the year prior, so he'd come off contract in the end of sixteen. So he he came came up in seventeen. So not only did we have a lot of guys coming back in in that year we had Jerome Hughes, Brandon Smith. Wow. Um, Jerome Hughes was Titans though, wasn't he? Yeah he's he went from Titans of the Cowboys to Melbourne.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. But
2: still so, all before what, twenty before, oh, before well how old was he? Uh, Jerome would have only been young. Okay. I'm assuming he was playing young. fullback as well. He fullback, was playing yeah. fullback. Yeah, but we had a heap of like, if you, if, you know, looking back at that sort of group, you know, there was a stack of good footballers that were just starting to make their way through Melbourne. Um, so yeah, you. It's always, you're always second guessing yourself. You almost, you pray on their naivety though. Well, I hope is, they're
0: sending Christmas cards to you <laughs> for <laughs> getting them to Melbourne. <laughs> no, no. You know, because without you, obviously they would have been shithouse, you know. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> mate. Hughesy. Uh, mate, honestly.
1: <laughs> yeah, li- he's, he's certainly listening.
2: <laughs> mate, honestly, when Jerome, if Hughes, is listening. <laughs> when Jerome Hughes turned up, I'll never forget the first game he played because he was coming off a of back operation. He'd had a back operation I think when he was at the Cowboys and he and he um, he went to Melbourne, he signed with Melbourne and the poor bastard was struggling with his back and I remember the first game he played, I was doing on field at that stage as well so I was, I was running all the yeah. messages and everything and I just remember running off the field and I remember saying to Big Sid, one of the other coaches who was on the headset every week, I said, fuck, this cunt's too good for this guy. <laughs> like this bloke is fucking way
0: you too Yeah You could just yeah. see
2: it but he just couldn't. He couldn't get his body right. And look at him now. But look, like, that's, yeah, yeah you look took, him took, him took the words out of
1: my mouth. You know, you know. Well, I fast
0: mouth. forward just <laughs> to even watching a bloke like Wishy, wish Wisher. Oh, yeah. Like, is it, is it that he's just too good for Cup and yeah, just not good enough yeah. for NRL? Like, I don't know. Do you,
2: he he do kills Cup. It's just got to give him time. Yeah, Some, okay. Sometimes that's the the NRL world is everyone wants him ready now. Yeah, fair. You know, like Harry, Harry when he was with us in 16 – was just – he'd come off a major knee operation and only played sort of not even half a year in our 20s team. And by the by the first game he played, you could just see that he was so much better than everybody, mm. but his knee wouldn't let him. Mm. By the end of the year, he was just flying. Next year, he's playing cup, and he was making under 20 mistakes in Queensland Cup, mm. and Trigger was like, fuck – Fuck this bloke, like this <laughs> blowing up, you know. And I'm like, mate, this bloke is going to fo- be a gun. <laughs> Let give him go, give, give, give him time. So that probably know?
1: almost attests to uh...
2: Paps was the same. Yeah, okay. Paps, Drinky, you Drinky, know, they, was they a, yeah, they'd yeah, make drink. these mistakes, and you know, Drinky took a while to almost get uh, get
1: going. Really, right? From what I saw him, I, I was probably watching a bit of cut back then. Um, and uh, another one was the fucking Nico Heights. What he's fucking
0: Dr- Drinky was three, three runs place. back on the. The fullback, right? Yeah, rut. fullback. Yeah, like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was uh, no, no. He was, he was, a, he was above. He was above Nico, I believe,
0: back then. And yeah, yeah. yeah. injury would
1: have yeah. cruelled him. I but, suppose. Um, yeah, he was. Um,
2: well, well Drinky was playing six. Six. He was playing six then, so I think yeah. there was a few question marks over his front De- line defence. Defence. Yeah. Lot like yeah. of Cowboys. Yeah. Have. yeah, a few question marks there with Drinky, but Ooh. like, mate, phenomenal. Oh, phenomenal attacking player, like. Like talk about Chris and Lance and the sense of the game, drink is, is second to none.
0: Yeah, yeah we we sniffed
1: it. it out it's,
2: a mile away.
1: It's few and far between, I think as well. I mean, if you've got it, you've got it. You Mo- know, moving like us, moving
0: moving forward. Who comes in as Q Cup coach and makes you want to drop back to? What what did you do after that assistant role? Obviously, you come back to the pathway system.
2: Yeah, so after two years being with Cup. I just decided I'd want to I wanted to coach my own team again.
0: So that wasn't a another Q Cup coach coming in and and re- learn enough,
1: no. outgrew the position or just just I like learn what you wanted to, you figure out
2: what you want to do. Yeah, I probably felt like so Eric came in,
0: Eric Smith. Yeah. And being not from the outside looking in, it like from an in like as you watch NRL, they come in and just <laughs> off his go. I've out. got I've got my own ball, I've got yeah, my own yeah. blokes who I trust and they're, yeah. they're my right-hand left-hand men, so
2: wasn't so much like that. So, Smithy came in um, and I sort of had aspirations to coach Cup at one stage there. And then I'd sort of decided that maybe that wasn't for me. That, like I said, maybe my role or what I'm better suited to is to help transition these yeah. blokes through. So, yeah, long story short, Smithy came in. He got the Cup job. Uh, Sam Mawinny got the 20s. And Sam was an assistant that second year as well with myself. Mm. And I'd sort of already said to Flano, look, I want to go back and coach my own team. But I had no ego about going back to the 20s. I said, I'm, yeah. happy, to, I'm happy to go back and coach Inga Cup. Like, I don't mind. It doesn't worry me. And oh, then, But if that, doesn't, like that. if that doesn't suit the club, I'm happy to do whatever the club wants me to do. So, you know, that was sort of how it landed Love to that to say. Very yeah. uh, Love typical
0: that. teach, No ego. Oh. Yep. Whatever.
2: Well, yeah. It, it's, look, I just I wanted to coach my own team. I just wasn't sure how that would work. And like that's I said,
1: just that's just that's just out and out footy uh, footy. That's just footy enthusiast stuff, right? There's, the no ego thing is. Um,
0: does that does that lap over with the eventual start of you wanting to help out the local? 47%. Does that start lapping yeah. over from so, that point of view as well? So that's it, a, does that have another
2: That's a sliding doors moment too, right? So in We're getting a few of them, man. Yeah. Oh I'm loving it. This so, is great. So 2017 was the first year that I did it, which is when I went up with Cup. And we're standing around the the little remember the little Falcons bloody the, now, the, 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 donger. <laughs> the dongers. Yeah, 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 the yeah. dongers. We're standing
0: out the front <laughs> of the donger. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> what? Funny story. About those, like, those dongers. <laughs> when, They've seen when some played, action. When I dongers. played some 47 battalion obviously under Deej, and after the game, you know, I think it was like Paulie Mack was having a dart at the back. Deej put a heap of piss on for the boys, and I think a few of the blokes that were coming from Q Cup that were helping, helping us out, yeah. the local boys were... Oh, ice baths already, boys. I looked at Dave said, no fucking way. <laughs> Dave's just looked at me goes, just me and you have a beer, DK. We are just sitting in the corner, sit, literally sitting together, got me budgies. i just having a beer. Paulie Max having a dart out the back. Danny Kerr's doing God knows what, uh, <laughs> yeah. if you know what I mean.
3: He's <laughs> <laughs> a, a
0: bad man. Oh, uh, but we'll uh, yeah. continue on. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. So like, so uh, Dave Cordwell was the coach of, he'd been appointed the coach of the battalion team. Mm-hmm. And he, he'd had heart dramas. David sort of had some dramas with his ticker and he'd been in and out of hospital and the, the, basically the doctor just said to him, there is no way that you're going away anywhere to coach footy. Like you need to stay close mm. to a hospital at that stage. So James Ward, Wardy was just – because that's where they were working all out of still. Like it was just – remember the little yeah. offices yeah, and yeah. that? Wardy just walked out and he goes, Fuck. We got no battalion coach. And I said, looked at him, I said, what do you mean? He goes, oh fucking Cordy's no good, he's fucking crook and whatnot. anyway, so we're sort of sitting there and I said, when he's going away? He goes, fucking next week. (laughs) (laughs) I can imagine Warty's, and I'm not doing it. (laughs) Well, Warty was always, Warty was always on the trip. He, but he he was real co- What What was on the he trip for? There's he didn't real alpha, coach it. Yeah. Real out vibes about Warty. What, what was he on the trip for? Proper. Yeah, yeah. He was he was one of the best. Uh, <laughs> but um. So anyway, stories? so any stories, mate. there <laughs> yeah. are plenty, plenty. We don't want to incriminate stories. anyone here. Yeah. Fucking. hell. Uh, um, so yeah. So anyway, um, I looked at Trigger, and what? I said, "What are you going to do?" And they're like, "Fuck, we don't know." And I said, Have you got a squad? And they said, No, we haven't even fucking picked a team yet. I'm like, Goodness me. Anyway, so I said to Trigger, I said, Do you reckon, do you reckon like I'd miss a game, tweet or something? I said, Do you reckon that'd be all right if I took these battalion boys away? And he goes, Yeah, go for it. That'd be awesome. You know, like do it. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. So we just scrounged, mate. Honestly, like the only guys that were basically ready to go were Muzz. Murray God's got nothing worthy. better to do. Nothing better to do.
0: And he couldn't say no. He's too nice, nah. by the way. Well,
2: he was he the fucking have... captain too, so he couldn't say no. wouldn't have had a kid by then. No, nah, so no, definitely not. not. So we had Muzz and Paulie Mack. Mate, so Paulie Mack was just like – he was just expected that he was going away. Like he booked that weekend out, <laughs> fucking battalion. So so anyway, I got in touch with both those boys and I said, hey, you know, who Cordy's you? no good. Like we need to get a squad. So and who picked that squad? Mate, we – Hey, so hold on, let's go back and say you're you're a week out, a week out. Fuck off, and we're going to Yapun. Oh, all places. Fuck off. So it's like an
0: eight and a half hour bus ride, and this is where I'm getting at with the fucking structure of this thing. <laughs> How good is it, bud? That's a good point.
2: Yeah. So anyway, so I said, what are we going to do? Because it's it's a week off for the comp. So everyone who you want to pick, realize like, no, I'm going on holidays, yeah. or oh, oh, yeah. I'm going somewhere, yeah. or mate, the missus will kill me. Yeah. You know, like it was. They just, penciled
0: in a, a lunch. At the beach, oh, absolutely, with your phone turned off, and all your mates aren't invited.
2: Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Weekend off. Do not book anything. Definitely. In. So, what we did was all that that young Falcons boys that weren't playing Falcons, yeah, and weren't playing local. They were basically you're told coming. <laughs> they were you told, to fucking, you're playing." So, and we even grabbed um, Corny, so Jack Lanford. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Corny was playing Melbourne, he was Melbourne 20s then, yeah. and a couple of other blokes. And we said, What are you blokes doing? We're going to take all these Falcons guys. Do you want to come? And they're like, Yeah, shit, yeah. Triple yeah, yeah. A, Triple boys. A, Triple yeah. A, to Yeah, 100%. So, we just took a raw as squad. How'd away. you go? We played in the final. We got beaten by Toowoomba. Fucking we, hell. It was honestly like unbelievable. So, we had Muzz, Paulie Mack, Dan Murphy. You know, um, yeah, putt, yeah, pup, yeah. And I remember, I remember saying to Muzz, like, we need, we need a like a good fronty. Like all the Falcons guys were like backs, or you know, we had Burnsy who was a lock, and yep. we just sort of had, we didn't have any real big boppers. Barty, Barty played. He came. He put his hand up. He said, Yeah, yeah, I'll go, I'll go. But Timmy Ross, <laughs> Timmy Ross, terrible. was playing for Maruchador, Fuck and off. I said to Muzz, I said, Hey. What's Rossy doing? And he goes, "Oh, I don't know, mate." I said, "Mate, get on the phone now and fucking get Timmy Ross in this team." Wow. So anyway, mate, Timmy Ross—that's the first like rep team I reckon he's ever played. Well, I,
0: Timmy Ross—I am Timmy Ross's age. He wouldn't have made. I don't think mate, I remember seeing Timmy juniors. Ross any junior. Wow. But he, I think he, he, he might have been me. that kind of bloke that. Wasn't fast either. Like, no, nah, oh, he well. came up to me yeah. after
2: the carnival and he goes, "Mate, Deej, thanks so much." He goes, "That's the first rep team I've ever played in." He goes, "It's the best experience of my Fuck life." Okay, good. But he was phenomenal that carnival. I yeah. think he made the central team from that carnival. Wow. Yeah, but he was yeah he was next level, Timmy Ross. But yeah, so that was okay. that's how it started.
1: So uh, nat- natural progression then to take on year two. Well, just, just to yeah, fucking make a final. They
2: just said to me, "Do you want to do it again?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, let's do it," because it was on the coast. Oh, no, it wasn't. Oh. Sorry, that's not true. That's not true. We were going to Toowoomba. It was in Toowoomba on their 100-year celebration. Ah. And they beat us that. They beat us in Yipoon. On the on the siren, they beat us by like uh, – we were up like maybe, I don't know, 22-20. And they've scored on the siren to beat us 24-22. And to put
0: some clarity in it, it's tournament football too. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not, it's not yeah. your genuine – you know, like your Barty hold likes his 80 minutes of football. You know, this is a yeah, 50 you, minutes. You, yeah, I,
2: yeah, 25-minute final, 25-minute halves in the final, maybe 20-minute halves during the round game so it's, something like that. It's, mate, he'll, it's, it's hell to scale. It's not like, like knockout player. footy, you know, yeah. until it
0: gets to, you know, your, your final. So, um, and no, ultimately could, that yeah. year into Toowoomba, was that the year that is – yeah, did to so just topple them on their 100th.
2: Yeah, on their 100th we beat them. So that that good game, squad too. Great squad. That that game that we played them in Yapoon, they had some really good footballers up there Toowoomba. And we had some great ones too, but they were just really young. And they probably bullied us a bit, I reckon. And mm. I remember I remember the next year I remember talking to Muzz about it and saying, "Hey, we need to do this properly. We need to get to blokes early." And say, hey, we want to take a red hot team out to Toowoomba and fucking beat these blokes. Definitely. You've, pre-
1: you've preempted my question. So, yeah. Yeah. So, 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 what? Um, h- how much were you involved with that, or did you kind of leave it to Muzz and 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 Paulie, whatever else, to go right? I keep an eye on boys. Nah,
2: I got I got really proactive. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. After after that, Bomber assistant coach, bring him uh, in. Bomber was our manager. He was our manager.
0: But Bomber's a footy nut, like and a footy Ward, tragic as Wardy well. And Wardy
2: was like our on-field. James was our on-field. So Who's also
0: the Sunshine Coast president, who was at the time, was I think.
2: I think – no, he wasn't the president. He was like the delegate for the QRL Okay. Or so, so he was working for the QRL. But he was around the grounds ground, the watching Sunday a lot Coast. of local yes. football. Yeah, so. yeah, that's right. So, like a selector. Yeah.
0: Unofficial selector but role.
2: But he put the feelers <laughs> out. We all put the feelers out. We were we were making – so I was making a point of going out to local games – Watching blokes that we'd sort of heard a bit about or didn't. What know year about. is this? So S- that so that was two thousand and eight. So we, eighteen. So seventeen was the first year when they yeah. beat us, and then eighteen, 18. Yeah. was that year. And um, yeah, so we we got pretty proactive about who we wanted, and we went out there and we sort of worked really hard on
0: the guys that we wanted. And let but let them
2: know early. Yeah, What,
0: what a what a, gra- what a great what a great thing for blokes to. Look over, so, and it, you can say you don't look at the sideline, but you do. Look over, and there's Danny Gray, Wardy, Bomber, yeah, the 4710 you know selection you're... committee going. They're well, watch, they're watching this game. What better? It's a possible, probable kind of game, you know. Where
1: else? The, where else are the accolades coming from? Well, that's you right. Outside preseason podcast, you can get it in our merit <laughs> side. <right?
2: laughs> <laughs> <laughs> and everyone wants to be in there. <laughs> but you know, you're well, right. I think it's... you blokes have actually picked the battalion team for next year, haven't you? Oh, oh fucking. <laughs> We need a shout out then. Uh, no, no, actually
1: we no cuz I think uh, I think DK made one of those merit sides so he's yeah, done. Man. Um but what you on that? note, let's jump into that as an experienced uh, uh battalion coach. What do you think about DK's idea of picking and sticking a, a bunch of junior ki- uh, like you know I say junior kids. And I'm not but,
0: saying no, I, I want to make this clear. I'm not saying cuz he's my brother that Matty should be in that side. I was more if he's good enough, the, he idea, should idea, be. Of I the idea of it. The idea of it. If he's not good enough, don't right. pick it. But you're right.
1: Let's let's look at that 2017 year. Scrambled a fucking side together. You, pro- what, you would have probably had two or three training sessions together. No, we trained once. Train once. Train <laughs> once. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. me, dead.
0: Even more impressive. Yeah.
1: yeah, but I mean, but imagine imagine having those that same group of boys. Um, but imagine the level of, imagine how good they would start playing back at club footy, as a result of just well knowing
2: that they're. In that being spoken yeah. about in that thing, so yeah. Toowoomba do it really well. I know I've and we touched, know, on that. he's touched on that. You've <laughs> um, touched on that. Toowoomba do it really well. They pick they pick a squad. They do like a preseason camp. They, you know, they keep an eye on everyone. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's something that I feel is super important to them to to be successful at that. And I think probably the league are just happy for it. Potentially to be then, what it is. Just, they're not, they're just not, they're not too fast about it. You know, it'll maybe t- I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's. But who's making those decisions, mate? I don't know. And they got to like once again. They're all they're all volunteers, right? None yeah. of them get but paid. So but, it's like they've got you know this big picture. So that 2018 year, I just thought if we're going to do this, I'm going to take it on board. If I, you know I've been appointed the coach, yeah. I'm going to make it my priority. So that's
1: that, that's a good point. So why why. Uh, with the idea we spoke about the other day, what's stopping the, the, the current coach? Who's the current coach of Battalion?
0: Well, Dennis Moore was last year. Oh, well, yeah, that's right. So Alex Copeland reached out to me the other day, which will be a little while ago since this podcast gets released. But it was very similar to the question. He was he's the, was the assistant coach this yes. year, yep. Copes. Um, great bloke. He reached out to me after our, uh, our little reel we put up. So it's obviously a bit of a hit, that reel that's come up. He reached out and just said, what's your feel on the current players? He thought we, we might have some information, players reaching out to us and whatnot. And he had, he, he spun a few ideas. He said, do players need to be paid? Do they need to do this? And I said, I don't think, nah, I don't think they need to be pla- nah. paid. It's, it's, a, it's a recognition. I think it's more like we're suggesting, like the two said. Something. Give it something to work towards because I think the more – now this 21s is gone as well. That's what Ben Eichen – well, I've read Ben Eichen wants to push these blokes back into grassroots football – the twenty ones and push their way through that level. Has he
1: said that?
0: Well, that's why yeah. I'm assuming the twenty ones are gone. Yeah. Because there's not there's only what thirty there's only thirty spots in Q Cup as well, is there? Yeah. Is there, well,
2: they could have a they could have a fifty man squad if they wanted. Oh, okay, But they, right but they on. would only be able to name thirty for QRL purposes. Yeah. Okay. And then they could float them in and out. Yeah. But it's well, what you can manage. Well, I know the, right, right now the yeah. BRL
0: has just made a twenty ones. Yeah, they've jumped on it straight away, which is I think is so smart by well, the Brisbane Rugby League. They've smart. gone, you know what? We'll make our own 21s comp. So every yeah. kid that probably has their, Well, role... they've
1: got the, they've got the numbers. They can probably get away with. it.
0: Well, I'm games. saying around the whole Queensland. If you've got a, the more there's a lot more QRL sides, Q Cup sides in that Brisbane region. Why oh, not boys... go down there? Their parents might push them down there too. So boys
1: just want to have, uh, These young guys, it's it's not about money at that age. They're, they're playing local footy. Like it's They don't care about the money. They don't care. It's having it's having the opportunity to be around something bigger than what their local club footy is, and it has to be a big deal. It has to be a bigger deal than what it is. And I love that the Toowoombas do do that because you can imagine those kids getting together. Like imagine being imagine being the coach or the coaching staff around that. Like you'd see these young kids. Just well, not
0: they're not all just kids either. Yeah,
1: yeah. like the old. Oh, yeah, you're, right, you're right, yeah. You're right. Francisca's yeah. still playing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he is. I'm mean, still playing. Xavier Manley, yeah, like, they're playing there's such old, legends yeah. out at yeah. Toowoomba yeah. where yeah. playing still. Yeah. Oh, even... How long did Muzz play battalion for? You yeah, fucking won. He hang retired yeah. after they <laughs> won. That's cramped. right, Yeah, he did. So yeah. we were in, what, 30s by that stage. So take us
0: through that squad that that went out there to Toowoomba on their big occasion and stood them up on their own home ground.
2: Yeah, so, look, we had those you know, Copeland, Burnsy, um, Rafter, some of those younger Falcons guys. But then we, Muzz, Paulie Mack, but then we got Marty. Like, Marty Corball was fit. He was ready to go. And, you know, like he's as tough as a $2 steak, Marty. Oh. So you just know, like one <laughs> of the, like I said, like I never forget, he, he, like, I remember saying to him, mate, these fucking blokes bullied us this year, last year, sorry. So this year, fuck. And he was just like, Cool. Yeah, no, no chance of that happening. Mm. And you know, um, we had, we also had, we we're lucky. We got Troy Mendham, Oxy played in that team. He was oh, the yeah. halfback, Tyler. Yeah, right.
0: Um, and made the Crows. Made I the Crows. A heap yeah. of our We've boys had a great year. A
2: heap of our boys made the Crows that year. Um, Fuck, a couple should have made it. That didn't actually. Yep. No, he's not. Um, like, he's not getting stick this Christmas. <laughs> in his this but Christmas yeah, look. Once again. Um, we just picked. We just picked a squad that we we thought or we knew that could go and Get do done. the job. Yeah, we we put some effort into it. We put some time into it. Had a look at. See, for me, the first year in, I'd helped with battalion in 2014, but it was a. It was just different. Like we were playing, Gladstone and teams like that had like, just X nrl players playing mm. everywhere because of Curtis Island. Yeah. They, it was, they did too, yeah, Gladi was. You know, Gladdy was strong, Rocky was strong, Bundy was strong. Like it was a different beast. Um, but then, you know, fast forward a few years and it, it had changed a bit, the way that it sort of was played and, and all that. But. If I can remember,
0: I think it might have been one of the last things I remember reading the Sunny Coast Daily before they – I'm sure they've canned footy out of Sunshine Coast Daily, but I remember picking up the paper on Unless a Bundy. <laughs>
1: they
0: love that. I remember picking up the paper on a Monday morning on the way to work and just seeing forty seven town like one, and it was huge. It was all it was. It was great to read, and obviously, knowing a lot of the boys through A grade, it was fucking. What changes would you make
2: personally if you were back involved again?
1: What would you What would you do different to what's happening now?
2: I'd just get proactive. The biggest, that it's always the biggest thing, is a lot of guys just go, "Fuck, I didn't even know this was a thing." <laughs> Mm. You know, like I think Hilly... Um, I
1: purposely I purposely rule that week. My missus rules that... I'm no chance of making a battalion, but my missus yeah. rules that weekend out every year See, just because she knows that by the time week they, off, week yeah, off.
2: By the time they start thinking about, oh, geez, battalion's coming up, we're going to have to pick a squad or we're going to have to do something, blokes are unavailable, yep. as you yeah. know, like you said. Yep, no, no, we're going. We, we got a picnic gone. in the park that day. No way. No yeah. chance. You know, like um, he been pissed all year already. <laughs> I think I think Hilly Hilly in 20, 2022, 2022 when he come when he'd come back from playing cup at yep. the Capras, I got on the blower and I said, mate, we we're gonna take this battalion squad away, and he's like, fuck, what what's what is well, it? What's this? Well, and well, then and then when Maliko played as well, yeah, I think. Jamie, yeah, played, yeah, um, big big um. Uh, what's his name that played in the centers? Oh, uh, fucking um Lena. Lena. Yeah, Lino, Lino. Yeah, Melina. down the Bulldogs mate, now. Yeah, so yeah, so but Hilly, like said, mate, I'm in. I'm in. And then he rings me back probably a few hours later, he goes, I'm out. Fucking <laughs> my <Mrs>. missus. is <laughs> <book>. just absolutely <laughs> fucking. How'd that go down it. Hilly. Yeah. So X missus. Ex missus. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah. I mind you as well, I remember there was there was um conversations happening, and this is this is the state of where it's gotten to now. We, the conversations happen around our club is boys go and play if you want, but if you get fucking injured, do you know, like it, it's not, it's not, it right. hasn't been built up enough. Like it's, it's, it's sad. Like I look at it and go, like I'd love to see the Maddies. even who are we talking about? Uh, Jackson Russell. Do you know, like I'm, about- I'm
0: happy to even share the message that I sent personally yeah. to the boys. And it was, which after, is what? I, well, it was Kev Buckley that done his knee. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And the people that don't know the story, Kev did it. You were coaching, indeed. Yep. Kev did his knee. ACL, he still can't run. Kev's Kev's running now. He's still got and I think he was getting well, you see him at work, um, Dej, Um he was getting maybe two hundred and eighty bucks a week or something. Fucking he couldn't hell. even pay, you know. Pay rent. And I suppose the way that, that works with the lower of the pecking order in the 47 battalion, there's no kind of sponsorship or anyone that can help you apart from that insurance. There's not a good enough insurance, really. And the boys – and Kev was good mates with a lot of the boys that played this year and a lot of them got – reached like a lot of us got reached out to and whatever else. But the message coming from Biwa was you all know Kev. You's all, Kev's told you all it. what happened. Yeah. If you yeah. want that to happen to you, Biwa is not going to pay your rent. Like if you get injured, you know, no one's on a big contract at any to get Bira, but no one can help you. If you get hurt playing for Biwa – We'll try and find some light duties for someone because yeah. everyone's a trader, you know. Yeah. But if you're playing in that thing, we're not, we can't help you. Yeah, so and it's
2: a brutal carnival. Like it, is. it is, yeah. It doesn't sound – you take 19, it doesn't sound as bad as what it actually is but day two, like Fuck. as you can imagine, like you're playing against some fucking quality players, you know, like some really good players from lots of regions. So, you know, like – but it's, some people also probably want that week off to rest. Correct. Like the local players are probably correct. sitting there going, "Well, this is an opportunity for me to, yeah. to, to re-energize and and." Had a lot of boys over the years go look. I'm I'm fucking fighting niggles. I got lots of yeah. niggles. I, I'd love to go. Mess was one. Yeah. Mess was one. He's like fuck. It. He loves battalion. It is like his most favourite thing because it's fun. Yeah. Right. But he's like, I would love to go, but he goes, I'm fucking busted already, mm. and I just need a break. I yeah. need a rest. So. He goes. If you get really short, <laughs> let me know. But like, other otherwise, I'd you know. And I'm ultimately,
0: like, ruled him, ruled, ruled him, him out s- for most of the year. This, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So it is. A, it's a. It's a tough ask. Look, I reckon, and I we Copeland and I have had conversations around this too. Maybe Central Division or the way that it's run. It's a bit archaic. There could be some, uh, you know, ways that you could help in regards to maybe a few extra bodies that are a, a certain age, you know, yep. maybe take away a few n- 19 and 20-year-olds, mm. like you play a 20, 21, who can who, who yeah, maybe give yeah, you a bit bigger squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you might have to have a certain amount of guys that are a, a, a little bit younger I just like to, that. you know, yeah. like, like they say that your, de-
0: they're your development players. have a cap, if have yeah, a cap that's of right. a yeah, of players. Maybe
2: you only have um, 19 suit up every game. But you have those extra guys so maybe you could rest a bloke, you know. Mm. Like maybe, you know, someone like a one of your Good fronties thought. or something could that. just have a rest. Yeah, we, like we've that. had some conversations around that but um, it it's an awesome carnival but it's also – it's a tough ask and, and I get that, you know. Like, But I agree with you guys. The sunny coast, we need to make that battalion great again. Yeah. You know, I agree with it oh, 100%. When I –
0: Obviously, first made that, and um, myself and Danny Kerr went from Biwa. mate. It was great. I I didn't have the relationships I would have, wouldn't have, like, I have today without that carnival and without that, that team. Like, you got to know those blokes well. They got to know, right. they got to know, as some as this podcast, they got you to know, you're, having not, you're a beer not a with wanker, yeah. you're not, yeah. you're you're not like, an like, absolute well, wanker hang, all the hang time. Hang on a minute,
1: <laughs> hey, don't fucking look at me,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, yeah, no, it's, like it. it's fun, right? It it's, is, it's a fun weekend. At the end of the day, that's why we all do it. And right? I suggest and that's you do what, it because mm, you want to play because it's fun.
0: And that's why I suggested Calandra because as soon as the heat have a training at Calandra. as soon as we finish training, everyone is in <laughs> the clubhouse. That's what I suggested. Scooters and it was well straight <laughs> to the and then he's the last to leave. He, <laughs> he's putting <laughs> yeah, the towel. He's the last to leave. Anyway, please, James Ward is the last. True, <laughs> true, true. I don't believe that at
1: all. Uh, no, all right, let's press this on, boys. We uh, we actually told uh, Ito the other week he was in the longest episode. Uh, Danny, it's congratulations, a special, mate! But you have uh, now made the longest episode. But fuck, it's one of those ones. I, I, I look at you every week. I'm sitting there going, you need to kind of keep me in line and keep pressing these on. But <laughs> I'm now looking at this conversation today. I'm sitting there going, I'm just, I'm just lapping this up. Yeah, someone Someone is, is, is not involved in. Um, the depths of uh, footy is certainly what you two are, but Danny, more importantly, you mate, I think this is um, been a better killer conversation. So let's, let's wrap it up with one particular thing. What's, um, what's next? Where, where are you at now? What are you up to? Uh, where do you see your uh, coaching career development, et cetera, going? Obviously I know there's uh, I know you want to, uh, and we'll touch on obviously the 19 sort of situation in a minute. I think this is how this conversation mm-hmm. started right after the merit side of, of 19. So Let's elaborate
2: a bit there, Danny. What's what's the – what are
1: you up to now uh, and what's what's next?
2: Well, I'm actually taking a break from footy at the moment. So I've been full-time coaching pretty much – well, full-time coaching with still plumbing as well, but (laughs) since I stopped playing. So I think my wife and my little girl probably would appreciate me to have a bit of a break. Um, To be honest, I probably need a break too. So just probably got a bit stale with what I was doing – at the, not so much at the Falcons, but just coaching the Malmoninga Cup boys. As much as I love it and as much as I love the you know, you know, the young fellas and seeing them develop probably needed a break, but the, just the battalion stuff probably just spurred my interest a little bit. Love you know? like, it. Um, <laughs> well, uh, I love that you've, I, also I, said, yeah. you've
1: also said you've also I'm taking a break from footy and here you are talking <laughs> footy with fucking me well, and DK. Well, I've,
2: <laughs> I've heard on the grapevine that battalion's not going to happen until June or July next year. So usually it's like right at the end of April, start of May. So I'm just gonna see what happens. I'm I'm going away um, for a few weeks coming up this weekend. Are you
1: saying you'd like to be involved again?
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely, I've, I've definitely spiked. It spiked my interest. Like I said, okay. uh, when it, when I heard the talk about it, I was <laughs> straight away I was like, um, yeah. So I, I love be, what. There you go. This podcast is doing something bigger
1: than ourselves. it has got, got it. That. That's all we're that. here for, bud. I like but
2: that. I just on that I reckon I reckon you guys probably or you hit the nail on the head with I think there's got to be some some like longevity thought about what they're doing with that and having a look at who's running around on the coast building some you know some thought into not just what's happening every year but in years to come well, how can we future proof it Yeah, future proof and, and it's what to yeah. remember, I think is Swimmer have done really well. Is they've they've identified that it's something that's important to them, and they've worked hard to keep a lot of those guys together. Well, you know, they got so you know to have guys like Maddie, Jacko, Russell. You know, there's some other guys out there mm. to potentially look at that and go right. Oh well, these are good good young fellas on the coast. Can we build a can we build a nucleus of those guys and then add the blokes in around them? Like that,
1: know. and and f- from a from a family perspective, Battalion's not going to take. I'm assuming you're still watching local footy, yeah, yeah. regardless
2: anyway. Yeah. So this could
0: be a little side note. Watching a lot of local footy, don't say anything. No, no, <laughs> no.
2: look, you know, I'm lost here. <laughs> you, nah, I'll I'll tell you, just, Are we talking? Yeah, about that? we'll talk yeah. about it later on. We can't
0: spoil it for yeah, the yeah. for the listeners.
2: Yeah. So, but I love getting out and watching the footy anyway. You know, like I love. I'd I'd love to just go sit on a hill somewhere, have a couple of beers and just watch blokes that I've coached. Or There's always space at the kennel for you, mate. I don't get out to the kennel very often. Oh, yeah, west I, of the Bruce Highway. It's yeah. always
0: tickled his fancy. I know it has oh. too. Yeah. So ha- any offers? To coach? To coach. Do people know that you're out of the circle at the moment? Um, the clubs yeah. know you're out of the circle. Yeah. Has there been any?
2: Nah, no, not really. I've had... Uh, B- big, big, big Marty. Big Marty, as soon as he knew I wasn't oh, doing I anything, he, he was did. straight on the blower and said, you want to come out to Nambour? But no, nah, I'm just going to, I prefer to just sit back and yep. watch from afar, I think, at the moment. Um, Maybe a I, uh,
1: coaching, uh, what's... what's um, Director? D- no, no, not coaching director. Fucking what, um, <laughs> coaching mentor. Who, what's... what's Mogg.
0: Adam um, Mogg. <laughs> <laughs> Barty's taking the maybe, piss. Maybe, maybe. I uh, hope he's not well, on the payroll. I don't know. I don't, I don't I don't know he's way smarter than me. <laughs> I don't
1: know what, uh, I don't know what, well, yeah, as I said, BY reserve grade uh, coach might be going away for work. I I don't
0: don't lower any those standards. Hey. Don't you dare.
1: Hey. Anyway, I, mate, I think it's been a, it's been a, Belter episode. I've I've uh, I've enjoyed it. DK.
0: Man, yeah. I knew straight away as soon as I rang Deej and I, I rang you, and obviously you guys haven't met somehow. Yeah. I don't know how you guys haven't no, met. No, I. I
2: can't believe it either. Yeah. yeah,
0: I knew straight away. I'd be intrigued in this, so you'd be intrigued, and I'm sure a lot of other the listeners and the viewers and whatnot will be intrigued. But um, I'm just more I'm keen to see where this can go. I um obviously we've got some big plans in the future regarding this podcast and uh, watching a lot of footy, footy in the future. So um, yeah. Deej is a number that we're going to be holding real close to our... Well, I think
1: particularly as, as Deej has, has alluded to himself already, he's really excited about the junior development and junior boys. Like, no, sorry, I say juniors, but sort of that 19, that next, those fringe players, I should say, fringe, fringe and development players. I think um, uh, there's obviously still a keen interest there, I would, I'd imagine, from yourself. So I look forward to, yeah, what's, what's well, going to come. With our
0: platform and hopefully we're building a good platform and something that people listen to and a lot of Sunshine Coast players, coaches... Parents, families are listening to. Hopefully, in the future, we can start plugging a lot of these players mm. that aren't getting a work, aren't getting. You know, they don't know who this guy is from Briby or Stanley Rivers or Caloundra and hopefully, well
1: said. It opens up opens up the doors for the boys who probably aren't getting as much exposure as what they deserve. That's right. Um, so, uh, Danny, final comments, mate. No, thanks for having me on. Oh, yeah, pleasure, it's been, mate. been really enjoyable. Yeah, like good. I said, DK, fucking what took you so long? <laughs> <laughs> We've been going for a month. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're fucking four
3: episodes
1: <laughs> in. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, longest episode so far. I'm, I have zero doubt in my mind that the uh, retention rate on this episode is going to be pretty high. Uh, so I guarantee there's a lot of boys that are going to listen all the way through, even though we are an hour 20 in almost. So... Daddy, thanks for your time. As as mentioned, mate, DK, pleasure seeing you as always, mate.
0: This will be around Christmas time, so Merry Christmas and uh, yeah. stay safe. Good Cheers. Call. Merry Christmas. Enjoy, pleasure, boys. Thank thanks, mate. Thanks. I knew it.
1: I knew it'd be a good.
0: That's why I sat back.
1: I was, oh, <laughs> <laughs> mate, unreal. Uh, even just even just as a footy fan, I was just sitting there going, "This is this is a different level of conversation that I'm not used thanks, to great.
3: having."
2: That was good. Did you enjoyed? Yeah, really good. Yeah. I. Uh, Mate, I could fucking talk footy for fucking hours.